This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spreading like fist. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Talk by pro wrestling fans. Hey guys, welcome to episode number 182 of the only online listening experience. I am your host. Oh, I should say marking out, of course, right? I am your host, the B to the G. You could just call me Brandon. I'm not that vain. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at BTTG161. You could follow Dave on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore M-O. Dave, how are you doing today? I am doing amazing as I remember that I should be plugging in my headphones right about now. Yeah, so there's probably tons of echo that I'll add later <laughs> to make it look like you're really unplugged. But uh, don't you have a question for me? Yeah, Brandon. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm doing awesome as always. You have to always enjoy forced uh, forced lines, I guess, on the show. But uh, yeah, yeah, why not? But wrestling happened this week. Tons That's of it. What it did it? Did happen? Uh, I guess we could. Sorry to disappoint you. Do we? I don't know. We don't plug stuff before the show begins, do we? Did you mention our Twitter account and Facebook page, or did you forget that too? Well, I didn't forget it. I just don't think it's necessary because people already know marking out at marking out on Twitter. Okay. And, like, where are people just gonna randomly tune into marking out? They're not gonna find this on iTunes or Stitcher Radio and be like, "Huh, what's marking out?" I wonder if there's a markingout.com that I can find other stuff at, or you I wonder think? if I can go onto Facebook and look up facebook.com slash marking out i just don't think that's that that's gonna happen i don't think the plug there is, is appropriate i think a plug at the end could is is more appropriate but I, I could agree with that i could agree with that yeah so i don't think there's a reason to say all that uh however this is episode 182 i'm assuming i mentioned that oh uh, there goes my favorite part of doing this episode <laughs> It was a pen that fell off my desk. I was flipping it like Mr. Perfect, and I moved my hand by mistake. So, Well, uh, nobody's perfect. you know. Except for me. Yeah. Um, okay. And uh, Which, I guess, is making me vain, but whatever. Let's kick this off with some Destination X results. Why don't we just kick it off with questions and comments first? Can we, can we do that, maybe? This show is simple. <laughs> <laughs> but by by destination x results i did mean questions and comments from the fans this past of, week of course of course yeah so i mean you could kick it off right there all right so ben h commented to us hey, i, I thought you were gonna say the one from twitter okay i'll go to the twitter one twitter we have a question question and comment is from drew fem 97 at marking out at BTTG161. Won't be able to comment. Just wondering what your outlook for the World Rumble match is this year. DB return? Punk? Good question. I think it is about time we start talking a little bit about uh, Royal Rumble. I mean, well, we Christmas, start... Christmas didn't even happen yet. Yeah, but it is. Actually, we still have Survivor Series. We still have Hanukkah and Thanksgiving. That's very true. That's very true. We still have the end of summer. Yeah, the summer's coming. 
I think we're going to see Daniel Bryan return well before Royal Rumble. I I hope so, and I assume I mean, that as well. <laughs> I mean, I could easily see Daniel Bryan returning to face Brock Lesnar for the championship before uh, Royal well before WrestleMania. But uh, then he would just lose to Brock. No, no, no. I, I actually see Daniel Bryan defeating uh, Brock Lesnar. I don't know. I feel like we should get that Cesaro versus Lesnar match in there too, and I don't know if that's going to happen. I feel like that's not going to be the right time. Uh, I don't think that they have to do that. I don't think they have to like they've been saying. I, I could. I don't see them having to pull the trigger on Cesaro in that fashion yet. So I don't see. I don't see the point of Lesnar Cesaro yet. CM Punk wise, I don't see him returning at Royal Rumble. Um, I don't see him returning at all. Or at least not for not for a while. Who do you want to win the Royal Rumble this uh, this next year, 2015 Royal Rumble? Um, I don't know. Uh, There's so many wrestlers, superstars, yeah. divas that you could pick to win a Royal Rumble. Who do you want to see win it? I would like to see always like uh, uh I don't even. Upcoming talent, but not really. He's not really. Up, I would go with like I want to see like Wade Barrett or even Roman Reigns win. Not Zack Ryder. Well, I'm stick. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I would love nothing more to see Zack Ryder win the Royal Rumble, but I mean, but I, I would pick as of now, I'd pick Roman Reigns or Wade Barrett. I think this year could actually be Daniel Bryan. Do you? Yeah, I know you said the whole thing like you could see him getting his championship back before WrestleMania. Yeah. I just I feel like there's something with repetitive repetitive WWE where like last year oh nope Daniel Bryan's not even we're not even gonna give him in this year's Rumble he has so, his match and then he'll move on to Mania after winning this year. so what do you think at WrestleMania we'll see Daniel Bryan versus whoever the champion is I'm gonna assume that it's probably gonna be Brock Lesnar that's what I assume as well yeah I mean I could see that. Just maintain that underdog storyline. I mean, I don't see why not. I can see it being a good match. Yeah. Um, I mean, the one flaw with Brock Lesnar winning the championship is that he's not going to be on television all the time, and that I think is a, a very it's a very big blow to that entire like the entire WWE and slap the slap in the face too. But what are you going to do? I mean, you can't blame him if I could. If anybody could get the contract that he got, no, sure I could one hundred percent blame him. Uh, I can't. He I just, think any, he, anybody would take that schedule. I think that's complete bullshit, though. If you love what you do, then you go out oh, there yeah. every single week but for even, fans. Yeah, but even still, if you don't have to, you could get just as much money. You're going to do it, right? That's bullshit. I mean, but that's the way that it is. It's no not, one's going right. to. No one's going to take less. Uh, put add, add onto their contract more dates and uh, get paid the same amount. If you could just be there less and get paid. If I uh, was the top dog, I'd be like Vince. I want to work every single show. Look at John Cena. The dude takes red eyes to catch both shows. Dude, that's why. Shows. That's why I'm still flabbergasted whenever someone insults John Cena and they don't realize everything that he actually does do. Right. He really is the best pro wrestler in the modern era or today. Yeah. I so, mean, to represent, it, to represent pro wrestling as seriously. Um, I mean, even if you want to say that he's not the best in the ring, which I think he is one of the better 
wrestlers in the ring. He's not one he's, of the better ones in the ring. Pro wrestling has nothing to do with wrestling ability. What does it have to do with it? Overall Everything. character? Yeah. Okay, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, even if you say that he's not one of the better wrestlers in the ring, he still does so much outside from uh, helping out other superstars to his uh, promos, to his media work, to his uh, charitable work, and what he does do for the company. Like you mentioned, taking the red eyes yeah. that not many other wrestlers do. Well, I mean, also in the same sense, not many wrestlers are given that opportunity. Because I'm that's sure there's a bunch of wrestlers out there that would be like, oh, yeah, absolutely, I'll do this. But there's also not that many wrestlers out there that are right. able to right. do that. Exactly. I mean, there's a lot that could say, yeah, no, I would do that in a heartbeat. But then when they're actually in that position, they right. fall short of it. I mean, I'm yet to see a time where John Cena has fallen short of achieving that. Right. And that's, um, yeah. Uh, uh, we so, have. Yeah. So that's Drew Fem 97. Thank you. We have a question from Ben H. Hey, Marks. Thanks for giving me my own after show last week, which I guess he's lucky because he came in last minute and we were like, nah, we got to do it. Uh, my question for you today is who is the kindest WWE superstar that you've met? Kind regards, wishing you a great week, Ben H. Smiley well, face. First off, Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins are douchebags. Wow, Dave. <laughs> um, I don't know. Who is the kindest that we've met? I mean, who would you say? I don't know. I mean, Are we, we, we kind of well, we kind of answered this with who's the nicest, but kindest. I would have to say, no, nah, that's the thing, though. I, honestly, I would have to say who who the kindest one to me was would be either Mick Foley or or Zack Ryder. I feel Just like I feel it's weird to say me. Zack Ryder. I feel weird with it. It's, well, it's um, weird for you to say that, but like I, I, <laughs> I mean, didn't grow I, up I mean, with I, him. I used to wrestle in the backyard with Zack Ryder, so it's just weird to say that he's the kindest. Um, but like I didn't grow up with him, and for me to like, yeah, every single true. time that I've met him and everything, yeah, that, no, he, you have a different uh, experience with him. I, I could understand that. Yeah, he didn't treat me like a dick or anything, and he's like, no, he's he's more than more than uh, accommodating. No, he's so down to earth. Um, I definitely agree with Mick Foley being one of the kindest, um, especially for the fact that uh, even not even my own experience, but with your experiences with him, with his comedy shows. Yeah, you don't. Gotta, I know he, you don't got to say shit. I <laughs> I know he's been very kind in that regards. Um, I'm un, I'm unsure who else has been really kind. It's very tough to to comment on that. You would think there'd be like a diva in there or something, right? But the thing is, I don't really have that many. I mean, the only diva that I've really met yeah. has been Layla. Um, Layla? Yeah, I met her at uh, one, after uh, one of the shows once. You've met so many women wrestlers, though. But not. I'm thinking, trying. I'm trying to say current WWE. Mick well, Foley's think. not current WWE. <laughs> That's true. Just say, awesome con. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> no one, no one can beat her. Well, Maria was really nice too, though. I don't think so. I thought in my in my eyes, I thought she was very kind. What did she do? She didn't do anything. I thought that when she came up, shaking hands and everything. She guy, didn't shake hands. She walked in and goes, "Hey, boys," and then just walked away. 
as Brandon standing there full. Uh, no, I was like, I was like, <laughs> why, I was like, why did I go around shaking everybody's hand? <laughs> no, just kidding. This will get back to her, I'm sure, right? Not yeah, sure. right. That she expected to get bashed on, uh, yeah. on the Mike and Maria podcast. Now, I'm a fan of Maria, though. I'm not like. I am too. I think I think that she, she really just, does. she just didn't go around and shake everybody's hand as you seem to think. Uh, maybe I mean my men, my uh, memory isn't all there at times. So maybe you're thinking of nah, never mind. Yeah, <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I I guess we'll go with Con then. With who? Lillian Garcia oh, with was Con. nice. I mean, she sent me an autograph. Yeah, but that's not like <laughs> you, you didn't like meet her, have an experience with her. No. Nah. Yeah, so I guess let's stick with Kong. Jericho, I would also put up there as kindest because uh, when he gave me that hockey stick that he used at Madison Square Garden to play in the charity hockey game, because I gave him that wrestling figure to sign and it was like too small. He's like, here, take this. That's very cool. Yeah. He he actually used to have something on his website back when like uh, wrestlers had their own websites to promote themselves. He used to have a deal where you uh, you could send in for an eight by ten autograph, right. and I know Sal did that. Uh, Sal got an eight by ten autograph from him through his website for free. It's weird. Like the nineties are a lot different. It really is. Like back then, you could go onto their personal websites while they're being while they're assigned to WCW or WWE, and you could actually send away for a free autograph, no charge or anything. Like that's cool as shit. Like n- nowadays, wrestlers who do that, like look at Zack Ryder. Yeah, that I mean that's, that all the time. That's how I got a few autographs. I got like Bill DeMott. I set delay for Zack Ryder's autograph. I got it in the mail. Yeah, you did. No, I didn't. Uh, you I, did get a few autographs in the mail from him. Yeah, but that's not. <laughs> not it wasn't for that. It wasn't yeah, for my personal sure. use. It was for charity. You and did. who ended up keeping on to them? They're all ripped. Bam. Uh, what am I supposed to do with the ripped <laughs> Zack Ryder promo? I don't know. Um. Yeah, so, and then we also have a comment, well, a tweet that came into us earlier for, today. For the record, he sent more after that yeah. for the charity. Um, from Allie at the Alley Cat 1122 she tweeted to us, just want to thank you for having, for always having a great show, and hope you guys have a great weekend. Smiley face. Uh, thank you very much for commenting. Um, yeah, you have a great weekend, too. And I guess that's really all the comments and questions that we've had this week. Which is odd. But okay. I but mean, I'm okay with it. have to take a little breather. Yeah. A little breather, a little bit of a break. It's I okay. Mean, instead of doing a 40-minute segment, an opening segment, we were just do a 15-minute segment, but it's fine. Yeah, I, I, we're not going to hold any grudges against you. No. Definitely okay. not. I, you you kind of sound like you will, but I no, won't. No, no, not at all. No, no, I seriously, I won't. You kind of still sound like you will, but uh, no. Hey, all right, let's today. Move on. Today is uh, August first, by the way. Yes, and what you know what that means, right? You tell me, because I don't. I don't know. It's the start of August. Oh. Um. Let's move on to some Destination X. Yeah. DNA wrestling took place the other night. Um, this was their last event, I believe, right? The last I have, of the three? I have no clue. I'm so One, two, three. lost yeah. with their recordings. This was the last event of their, uh, their three-run three Manhattan Center tapings before the next three, which start next week. Yeah. Uh, I guess right off the bat, let me start off by saying that 
TNA could be 100% better just get rid of Dixie Carter from television. There's no need for her to be on it. Honestly, I still, even with her not on it, I can't watch it. Like, you could put Samoa Joe, Loki, Sonata, and whoever else that is actually really good in a match, and I still, I can't, I still won't watch it. I don't, I don't know. I just like think there's good parts of it, though. No, but that's the thing. Like, I just can't invest my time into it. Like, why? If the, I, it's weird though. I don't know if they cut this match down for TV or something. But the Wolves versus the Hardys, uh, like, I feel like almost instantly the fans were chanting, "This is awesome!" And I'm like, the match barely happened so far. But yeah. that was a really good match. So you should, you could definitely check that out if you didn't watch that one. You also have the uh, Austin Aries was the X Division champion, but then, as everyone knows, at Destination X, you have the opportunity to cash that championship in for a World Heavyweight Championship match. Yeah, so now the shot. now the championship's vacated. Yeah. So there's been a bunch of uh, tournament matches. For yeah, that qualifying X triple threats. Yeah. Uh, you had Loki defeat DJZ and Manic. And you also had Samoa Joe defeat Homicide and Tigre Uno. And you had Sonata defeating Brian Cage and Krazy Steve. Who I actually think Brian Cage really stood out in that match. I, I think that Brian Cage is a, a phenomenal unsigned talent, especially for his size and everything. Like he's like how I always talk about power, like the power wrestler, like in that like uh, physique. Like he's a, obviously a power wrestler, but. From what he does in the ring, it really separates him from that category. Kind of like with Rusev. Like this guy, Brian Cage, he does such innovative stuff. And he's using his power moves and everything to separate him as opposed to just falling into that bland category. And you don't see any other wrestlers like that doing that? Not really. Not really. Yeah, and then I guess the uh, main event time we had Lashley defeating Austin Aries for uh, to retain the championship, which I guess was a really good match. Also, kind of yeah. shocking, but well, not I shocking. Mean, Austin Aries, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, last year when Aries cashed in, he actually won the championship. So isn't, it, it's isn't just... the clause was his clause, right? What do you mean? Wasn't the clause like added because of him, or was it added for somebody else? I think it was at what clause the the you could cash in your championship. The, yeah, the no, it was yeah, it was added for him with Hulk Hogan. I think it was last year or two years. I ago. I don't think it was think, last year. Yeah, but it was it was because of him and Hulk Hogan, uh, where Hulk Hogan gave him that opportunity. Hulk but Hogan. Even, but even still, I'm like, it's just so weird for me to see a championship in this caliber, like these matches, like being on live television. And it's just, I, yeah, but I some of the I, greatest matches have happened on television for the championships. Yeah. But I just, even still, I just can't invest my time into it. I feel like my time is too valuable, valuable to spend watching on these matches, even though they're really good matches and they have, uh, some of the top names in the matches. I mean, they have matches featuring Great Muda. I just can't. No, that's different, though. Muda, that match sucked. <laughs> I yeah. hate to say it. I really hate to say it, but that match, like, it was awesome getting to see him live yeah. like, two years ago or whatever, but man, oh, man, is he, he's run down. 
But I just can't sit my ass down to watch these matches. Why would you like? Who says that? I I can't do it. <laughs> like, I can't sit my ass down to watch this match. But I'm yeah. going to take this PBR and drink it. Well, it's a fact. That's how it is. But uh, how about that other fucking sorry to curse right there? How about some uh, that other TNA news bullshit? Which new? Which news? All of a sudden, we find out that Vince Russo has been working for TNA. I don't know. Is that what, legit? I don't even know. I don't if that's... know. I think it's all stupid dirt sheets what, coming what, out. And what exactly happened? An email leaked, or he sent an email to the wrong you, person? You're asking the wrong person. I have no clue. I, I think that's what the story is: is that he sent an email to the wrong person, and then I don't know. It was TNA information, and it was it went to a dirt sheet, I think, or something. I, I don't. Think it's it's one of the reasons why Spike TV is canceling TNA. I, oh, we didn't even discuss that. Yeah, so we'll talk about that now. TNA is apparently out of a uh, contract, television contract comes October, I think it is. Oh, uh, what but, kind of Illuminati bullshit is that? Well, we knew this from a long time ago <laughs> that October was their deadline, was the end of their contract. Impact, and Impact loses their TV rights just the same time WWE cancels WWE Magazine? Yeah. I, I just think that it's um, – I think I thought, I thought think it was predictable. You could have told that they were going to be canceled. There's so much other stuff that you could put on well, Spike TV that will get better ratings. That's what I had said. When, when, when we made that prediction, I think it was probably December last year or something like that. I said we, I really don't see them making it past 2014. I think we all said that. And it's very interesting. I said the same thing for ROH, but they're still buzzing. I am – yeah. It's, Ring of Honor is still on television. It's but that's still. Not, on, I mean, it's still not the same. What do you impact mean? As wrestling, as as TNA. No, it, it isn't. It isn't. But at least they'll still have a TV contract. And uh, yeah, I, I was I was at a barbecue on Saturday, and uh, one of my brother's friends was talking to me about wrestling, and he brings up this Vince Russo thing. I was like, "What Vince Russo thing?" Like, I didn't even hear about it. And he tells me the whole thing about, oh, how he's been working for TNA. I was like, there's no way. I was like, there's no possible way that's true. Yeah, I, I still don't believe it. I still don't buy into it. Even if he was working for TNA, maybe, like, the product's been shitty because of him. Who knows? Maybe, like, we when, uh, what's his name, got the, when Dave Lagana got his job in TNA, we were like, oh, we have so high, so much high hopes for this. Yeah. To be the best, blah blah blah. I don't even have and, that much hate towards Vince Russo. And but 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 when Lagana took over, there was good stuff, and then all of a sudden it started getting really shitty again. Yeah, but I'm not going to attribute that to Vince Russo. I actually don't think know. Vince Russo had a lot of good ideas. I mean, if you look back, there's a lot of dumb ideas too. Yeah, but there's also a lot, a lot not of a lot. ideas. There's not a lot. There's. I'm going to go with I, a lot. I think there's more shitty ones than good. Wasn't ones. Wasn't he a, a big? Big factor to the Attitude Era. Yeah, but there was also we don't know who who wrote what, which is what we also I would love to know what. But we also currently don't know who wrote what exactly, and that's the same, I mean, same thing. I would love to know who writes what. Honestly, I don't give a shit. That's the whole thing. Dixie Carter said, "Oh, if one more person writes a storyline and uh, people are like, oh, this is so Russo, and Russo had nothing to do with it, you're getting fired." I want to know who's writing each thing so I know who to complain about. If it's Lagana, I'll complain about Lagana. If it's Vince Russo, I'll complain about Vince Russo. What's the if point of complaining else, about it? Who cares? It's just, it's just something that's stupid. 
So then, what? What's the use of complaining about it? It's not going to well, make. I'd like difference. to know. Who cares? Well, I'd like to know who wrote it so I can attribute it to them. But it doesn't even matter. What do you mean it doesn't matter? It doesn't make a difference. A, an author, an author doesn't make a difference in what happens. I, I, I don't, I don't care. I don't care who's writing it. It doesn't make it. I just don't care. It's like an SNL. When somebody writes an SNL script, I want to know who writes it. If it's funny, it's funny. If it's not, to me, it's not. I want to know if I could, I could compile all of them together and see if they're all. If I, I if know. I find their sketches funny or I still I still don't I still think that Vince Russo doesn't get enough credit for what he has done. I think that it, a lot of people yeah he was a big factor to WCW uh, falling, but I also think he was a big attribute to both WWE and WCW at moments too. I don't think so he did anything I, for WCW. I mean, I I saw I, him as the world champion going through fucking yeah, but that's where that that's where it goes downhill. That's where he was working for them. Well, I'm still like I don't know. Like, didn't he come up with that entire concept of the cage, of that cage on top of the cage on top of the cage? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, Brandon. I don't know why your shirt's so small. I don't know. My shirts aren't small. Who the fuck? I don't know, Brandon. He had um, the Ed Ferrara, him and his writing partner, Ed Ferrara. They did that god-awful Oklahoma thing with Dr. Death. Do you remember that at all or no? Yeah. Like, why, I, like why? I don't know. I don't understand why. Son of a bitch. But I don't think I – don't, I don't think that – I have no idea if he's with TNA. I don't believe that – I don't believe the dirt sheets when the dirt sheets say that he was with TNA – I don't buy into any of that. What and even if in- he was with TNA, I'm not going to attribute TNA's uh, failure to Vince Russo. I think that's certainly just- a huge part of it. And uh, I don't think that he's even that much of a huge part of it. Look who's with the company. I think it has to do with Dixie, who's running the company, and I think it has to do with who is being uh, who is a part of the company. And Vince Russo would be included if he is actually with them. Right. But the largest factor is Dixie Carter. To say that Vince Russo destroyed a company is bullshit. Dixie Carter destroyed her company, not Vince Russo. So to say anything that Vince Russo destroyed two companies, you're a fucking idiot. Dixie Carter ruined her own company. I don't know. Moving on, PWG. PWG 11 took place. Uh, Kevin Steen... Uh, this was his last and fa- final PWG appearance. Uh, he took on and lost to Trevor Lee. But then after the match, he got on the mic, and as all wrestlers do before they head to the promised land, he did a little farewell speech talking about how he is going to be helping uh, El Generico raise orphans in Mexico. So I thought that was pretty funny, That's especially real, since... Real clever. Well, when El Generico... I get left, it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, um, maybe people on the show who are listening don't know, but... No, no, but if, if Brandon gets it, obviously everyone gets no, it. No, I didn't say that. I didn't so say we don't that. Have to I, said it was, it. I said it was real clever of Kevin Steen to do that in <laughs> so a very we... sarcastic manner. Yeah. All yeah, right, but so... But no, explain it. Well, Generico said that he was going to go to, um, what, Mexico to help all the orphans yeah, when I he was going was, to the... I believe yeah. it was Tijuana. Yeah, Tijuana. Uh, you also have a new number one contender as Roderick Strong defeated Adam Cole. Um, at, um, and then you also had Kyle O'Reilly, Kyle O'Reilly, the current champion, defeating Chris Hero, a very heavy-looking Chris Hero, too. He definitely, uh, after his I WWE I would say very release, heavy. 
Uh, he, he got a little bit of a I would not say very heavy. Viscera was very heavy. Okay, but compared to, I mean, Chris Hero definitely let himself go. I don't know. I think that's just what Chris Hero always looked like. No way. There, in Ring of Honor, he did. There was a moment when he Honor, was. In Ring of Honor, how young was he? That was only three years ago. Yeah. Okay. You, when he was you, with you, Cesaro, he was in. When Cesaro, he was in good shape. Now he's not it in good shape. It wasn't good shape though. It wasn't like phenomenal shape. It was always yeah, like now he now he kind of a has gut. like yeah now he like now he has an obvious gut hanging over his freaking tights. Like if the dude wants to get obviously he doesn't want to get back to WWE. I mean, nor does he care. Like I don't know. Um, but yeah, Kyle O'Reilly, Kyle O'Reilly successfully defended his championship against Chris Hero. Roderick Strong came out to celebrate him and then proceeded to attack him. So and held the championship over uh, in the ring. So now we're gonna see Roderick Strong taking on Kyle O'Reilly for the championship. We also have new PWG tag team champions as the world's cutest tag team, Candice LeRae and Joey Ryan, defeated the Young Bucks in a guerrilla warfare match. Um, this match looked absolutely brutal. Apparently, uh, the Young Bucks put. Um, Thumbtacks on the bottom of their shoes and proceeded to super kick Candice LeRae. There was just so many spots that I only saw bits and pieces of that I want to actually see this entire match. Candice LeRae was completely busted open. Um, and it's just very different to see a woman uh, bleeding that much in a wrestling ring. Yeah, you don't really see that. I mean, when was the last time we even saw that? That's like a rare occurrence. It really is. Uh, so just to see that really shows how much she does put into her work and everything and what she's willing to do to give back to the fans and what she's willing to do to, uh, yeah, I guess, enhance the story of the match. Um, but damn, she was bleeding so much. And kudos to her and Joey Ryan. Um, I, I think that Candice LeRae is very close to being with the WWE. She's one of the – she is – uh, one of the best out there in the uh, female uh, in the women's uh, wrestling division of independence. I mean, but, but what would happen with Joey Ryan? Joey Ryan would still be in charge of PWG. He would still be doing his the lucha libre. Uh, what is it? Re, uh, lucha lucha events or whatever. He mm. he would be fine. I mean, he's he'll get just get a new tag team partner. I mean, what they have is something awesome too. But I could definitely see Candice being picked up. Yeah, well, we'll see um, that in the future. Yeah. And that is PWG. Yeah, we also had uh, Beyond Wrestling this past weekend, which uh, I just want to make mention, I guess. They had uh, Team Tremendous, Dan Barry and Bill Carr versus the best friends, uh, Trent and Chuck Taylor. And unfortunately, during this match, Trent Beretta went to do a dive outside to the ring and just completely, I guess, shattered his knee. Jeez. Yeah. So. Yeah. So you can go to Pro Wrestling Tees and uh, buy some of his merch to help him out there. Yeah, he'll be sidelined for quite a bit of time. Yeah. Um, it you sucks also, too, but. Yeah, definitely. I mean, whenever, especially when it's someone that you know, like you don't want to see any wrestler. What do you mean that we uh, know? He posed We've for us. He posed on our shirt once, and yeah. funny, it's funny. It's like we, he asked if if we wanted that picture, and, and Chris took it. But like we're like, 
whatever. Like, what are we gonna do? <laughs> like, we don't we don't put it no. out there. We don't need to. Like, we don't need wrestlers in our in our T-shirt. We never publicly go out there begging people. Well, what about the time you publicly begged me to to wear the T-shirt? We were in the middle of Target, and you were like, "Got on, Brandon. I need you to wear your marking out T-shirt. I need to yeah. take a picture of you." I'm yeah. like, Dave, we're in Target. You can't wait till we get home. Evolve Wrestling also has a few upcoming events, as we mentioned on one of the previous podcasts. Uh, Evolve 31 is going to be taking place. You can go visit WWNlive.com this weekend. You can watch that and their other iPay-per-views. Um, at 31, you're going to see the Evolve champion, Chris Hero, taking on Drew Galloway, uh, Drew McIntyre. You see that return he had to, uh, I guess, the home promotion he would work in? No, I didn't watch it yet. Oh, my I, I don't God, those will. fans were so loud for him. That's awesome. Good for him. Uh, Johnny Gargano is going to be taking on Matt Seidel. Um, So that should be cool for the first time ever. And then at Evolve 32, you're going to be seeing Chris Hero, the champion. Wait, when is that, though? Uh, I think this next week, next weekend. So how's that possible? What? Like, I don't understand who, what, what company the people from WWE are allowed to work for or not. What do you mean? Because I thought if it was on iPay-Per-View, you can't work for them. I I don't know. It's on August 8th and August 9th. Which doesn't make sense. On, that, like, the thing, like the ROH event, Seidel was going to be there and then got pulled last minute because he was told by WWE he can't go on or something. I mean, they have a current uh, U-shoot of which, Matt Seidel that's brand new that's on iPay-Per-View. Which I don't get. I don't understand. So I'm not, I'm not too sure. Whatever. Um, and then at Evolve 32, you're going to be having the champion take on, uh, Chris Hero taking on Rich Swan, And two matches that I think are going to be the show stealer is going to be Ricochet taking on Matt Seidel and Tony Nese taking on Drew Galloway. Nice. I think that Nice and Galloway are going to put on a really good match. Um, I mean, and Seidel and Ricochet both have very similar wrestling styles. Yeah. So that should be very entertaining. Um, and that's all the wrestling news that we have at the uh, current time. We also had Five Borough Wrestling. Oh, yeah. This past Saturday Saturday night? Friday night. Yeah, Friday night at the NYWC Sportatorium. Uh, I don't know. How do we want to do this? Uh, you kick it off. Yeah, so the night started. Joel Gertner was uh, doing co-ring announce duty with uh, Jason Linick, at Jay Linick. Former uh, guest of the pod, of the... Uh, Not to say former guest, I mean... I guess reoccurring guest. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Talon defeated Alex Reynolds. He cheated to win. But, uh, I mean, a win is a win, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Might as well take it. Yeah. Uh, Benny Martinez in the opposition defeated Milk, Char- uh, Milk Chocolate and Ryan Rush. Yeah, Benny grabbed uh, Randy's trunks to win, so another cheap victory there. Yeah, you had Mikey Whipwreck defeating Joe Attell in a hardcore match. Yeah, this was awesome. Got to see a top rope whippersnapper, I guess, for the victory or to win. Very cool. This very was, cool. this was uh, I guess, like a teacher versus student type of thing. Uh-huh. Great uh, match, though. You also had Big O teaming up with Mike Verna to defeat the Scumbag Nation. Yeah, the great and powerful, powerful O. Yeah, that's what he's going by now, the great and powerful O. Yeah, they they uh, they picked up the victory via disqualification 
when uh, Big O and Mike Verna went up to do the, uh, I guess, the Doomsday Device, but one of the members of Scumbag Nation hit them with a low blow, so I guess that, I think that sets up a no DQ match at the next event for them. Yeah, potentially. We also, um, we saw Grim Reefer defeating West Draven, Sam Shields, and Shane Strickland in a fatal four-way. Did you get to speak to Shane Strickland at all? I, I didn't. Oh. I completely forgot to that dude. Yeah, all I, right. I might have. I definitely had to have said hello though. Yeah. Um, you also had Brian Myers defeating Papadon. Yes, this was a co-main event. Damn good match. Um. Yeah, the winner of this match went on to uh, goes on to the next event to face the winner of Christopher Daniels versus Tony Nese, which was Tony Nese. Uh, so we'll be seeing Tony Nese versus Brian Myers for the Five Borough Wrestling uh, Championship. Which should be nothing more than uh, amazing. Yeah. Wait, nothing less than amazing. Nothing less than amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nothing less than amazing. But both those main event matches were so good. Like, mm-hmm. I'm fans, you got to go see indie wrestling. You have to. When there's Especially- a card, when there's cards like this, you just you have to see it. There's no choice. Don't be like. Oh, I don't know if I want to go here. Like it's, it's what I lived thirty minutes away. I live forty minutes away. You're in the vicinity, bro. Yeah, just like get out to these shows. It's local enough. Yeah, Five Borough Wrestling, NYWC On Point Wrestling, Beyond Wrestling. Go check them all out. There's so um, many. You could, there's so many independent wrestling shows yeah, that you five, never know when there's going to be a gem of a match that you can yeah, just discover. Five, Five Borough Wrestling, go check them out at Five Borough Res on Twitter, uh, fiveboroughwrestling.com. Um, you could also go check them out on Facebook. But yeah, it is definitely well worth your time. Yeah, I believe um, their next show is uh, August. I'm not sure. If yeah, I got it right here. It's, is it August uh, 30th or no? It's August 16th. 16th. Damn it, I knew it was 16th. And it's called Disturbing the Peace. You're going to be seeing A.R. Fox, Big O, Tony Nese, Papadon, Nunzio, and a ton more. That's in Dude, Brooklyn, right? Uh, yes, that is in Brooklyn. Uh, the Ludus Wrestling Center in Brooklyn, New York. Yeah, so definitely check this out. Big time. You got to go. Yeah, for sure. Um, and that is all the outside the independent stuff that we got. Yeah, you want to so, go into musical interlude? Well, let's take a break, I guess, right? Yeah. And we'll be right back here on the only online listening experience, Marking Out. Yo, this is Judah Friedlander, the world champion. This is not an imposter, the real deal. And you're listening to Marking Out. Why? Because I'm listening to it too. Welcome back to Marking Out, pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans number 182. Okay, Dave, now everybody hears you doing that. Dave's with somebody, but whatever. Uh, I guess we're joined by a special guest. Dave, who are you with? I am with the one and only Chris. Chris, how are you doing? Hey guys, what's going on, Chris? (laughs) (laughs) Really? Well, I don't know. How do I do Chris's voice? I don't know. Hey guys, it's Chris. It's, nah. it's not it's not Chris the, the you host. Sound like of Michael Jackson. Yeah, it's well it's not Chris the host of Marking Out, it's Chris the guy you know from school, but hmm? 
you're like, huh? I just pictured a dog doing that where it lifts one ear. Yeah. Speaking I of dogs, I watched the uh, Scooby-Doo WrestleMania mystery. It was on Cartoon Network, so I DVR'd it. For real? Um, I, yeah, I also bought it, but I haven't had a chance to watch it. So I, I, I watched it on the on the Cartoon Network, and I it was there were some parts to it that were just so corny. Well, I mean that's but it gets over with the with the kids though. I mean that's yeah, what they laugh yeah. at. But as like an adult wrestling fan, I'm like, this would never happen. <laughs> it it kind of reminded me of the uh, ending of Ready to Rumble, where Gordy became like a pro wrestler and everything. Dude. Like he just randomly, like they randomly beat up Sinclair and everything. Like that would never happen. It did happen though. Yeah, okay. Ready to Rumble was a documentary. All right, a documentary of whose life? David Arquette. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. It was Jimmy the King, and his parents aren't dead. His son needed braces, though. Bad. But regardless, he said bad. That's one. Uh, let's kick it off with some SmackDown talk, shall we? Yeah, kick it on off. Uh, let's kick it off at the middles. There's no bad, so that's a good. Uh, Miss TV segment. Uh, he had an acceptance speech. Uh, I think it was for. Because of the movie that's coming out, the Marine Four, yeah. But uh, Miz was talking to his mom and like, yeah, his parents were both in the audience. Miz, Miz, dad didn't get any speaking lines. He just had a smile on his face. But Miz's line, she's like, "Oh, my, my Mikey or whatever she was calling him," and uh, Miz ended up asking her what her favorite, who her favorite wrestler was, and she was like Roman Reigns. Which uh, I kind of wonder if they got that segment from Z True Long Island Story. Yeah, I don't know if you recall that or not. Of course I do. Who's your favorite wrestler? John Marison. <laughs> dad, but me, dad. But Bo Dallas ended up coming out, and uh, I have to believe that WWE dubbed it with a bunch of booze because I saw people ringside cheering. So About uh, that. But Ziggler then, uh, then Ziggler came out and got attacked by Bo, which led right into Bo Dallas versus Dolph Ziggler. Uh, this match was a decent match. Uh, yeah, Bo, I, I didn't see any flaws with it. Bo picked up the victory here. Uh, Michael Cole, what a fucking prick. Completely almost ruined the match for me. Just commentary. For basically the whole match, he's just sitting on commentary calling out Miz's mom for the whole the whole interview. But that's what they do. I mean, honestly, the people, the only people that don't, that didn't do that was... Like back when, like Vince McMahon was on commentating, they both like people back then focused on the actual match, not well, like the he was, shit outside. But he was like poking fun at the interview, like, "Oh, that interview sounded so fake and so set up." That's because it was fake and it was set up. Bam! It's like, but that, that, like, why do that? It took away so much from the match just to hear him. Like, it, I'm, I have no words. I really don't. Since you have no words, let's move on. Page just doesn't get sense. Naomi just doesn't make sense. I should say. Yeah. But no, during the match, uh, Miz caused a distraction. Bo rolled Ziggler up, and uh, when Bo was doing his victory run, Ziggler did uh, hit him with a super kick, mm-hmm. but Miz threw him into the ring post. But what are you gonna do? Yeah. Page defeated Naomi. Um, how was this match? Uh, it was really uh, fucking stupid. It didn't. It didn't lift up. David, the match was like three seconds. Cameron came out after the bell rang. Paige attacked Naomi, hit her with the package DDT, and then the Paige tap out, as it's being called now. 
Uh, I like so I like the, that package DDT though. Yeah, I'm happy that she's using that now. I just hate that they use Naomi for this spot. And then afterwards, like fucking yeah, totally believe this that Cameron just came down to the ring and beat Naomi up. I, honestly, I call me crazy. I am actually becoming a fan of Cameron. I don't see how. Maybe it's because that raw spot. We'll talk it's about that. The later. fact that she's owning being a heel really well. Like I, don't I know, really, like, I really don't think she's doing it all that well. I, I think that she. I think she comes out and looks very heel. scared. I think she looks very scared when she does shit. I don't see that. Um, and that's all the middles that we have, right? Yep. All right, moving on to the goods. Any goods to start off? SmackDown. You could, you could take it. Yeah, start off with the Usos. Yeah. Uso, I, I never know when my goods because I leave out all the promos and all that crap because I don't care for the promos. Um, so the, the main, the main thing that you need in wrestling to tell a story is a promo. But yeah, yeah. So Brandon, well, not the main thing, but so Brandon always gets pissed off at me and everything. I don't get pissed off. Not, no, he doesn't. But I have a positive mental attitude. Mine's definitely not in order though. Yeah. Uh, so the Usos defeated Ryan Baxel. Um, yeah. Instead of the Y family winning the championships at SummerSlam, I would love to see Ryan Baxel win them. Yeah, I could agree with that. I feel like the only actually no, I want to see Ryan. The Wyatt's I'm, I'm, I think I'm over that. It's the theme song thing. Fucking. I, but I do want to see Rybaxel as champions too at some point. I think. I would. I would much rather see Rybaxel win the championships than the Wyatt family because the Wyatt family really doesn't need the championships right now. Is it just me or all these matches not memorable besides Ambrose Cesaro? Like I don't remember any of the matches at all. Maybe I didn't watch. Well, I don't know. I definitely watched Cesaro Ambrose. Yeah, Cesaro Ambrose was really good. Dean Ambrose defeated him in a non DQ match or no DQ match. I don't know why I said non. But uh, the use of chairs and uh, the kendo stick, I thought was great. Yeah, they had awesome chemistry in that ring. And I really wish we were allowed to do a bunch of these moves in the video games, like a diving elbow drop with the chair onto the opponent from like the middle rope. That would be fantastic. Yeah, that would be a cool, uh, a cool addition to the game to give you some, uh, some way to be innovative with the your surroundings. Yeah, and I would love to have more than like four chairs at once because, I mean, this this match ended. Cesaro and Ambrose, they did like that superplex spot onto the pile of chairs. Yeah. Which I have no idea how they do that. It like, has I, to hurt so much. Yeah, it's a, it's a steel chair. Yeah. Like there, it, there's no way to soft coat a chair or whatever. I don't know what word you would put there. No. Soften a chair, I guess. I mean, the only thing you can do is make sure that the right side is facing up. And that, I mean, that's the only thing that you could do to lessen the damage. No, the left side, you mean. What do you mean? The right side pulls out. The left side, you want that side up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah uh, so. but after this match, Seth Rollins ran down and attacked Ambrose. And uh, Cesaro also, he nailed him with the uh, uh, neutralizer. Hit, hit Ambrose with that. So I thought it was good because it left Cesaro strong. Yeah. Well, as we said, it doesn't even matter because Cesaro's still going to look strong, so whatever. Uh, Bray Wyatt defeated R-Truth. I'm surprised that R-Truth was able to get as much offense on Bray that he that he was able to. But I'm surprised I, that R-Truth survived the cuts so far. I thought this was a great match. I really don't think they would fire him. There's no reason to. I see him just being dead weight. I don't think so. I think he's just being dragged along. I think he's one of those guys that are just... Good to have around a company. What good does he bring? 
well, he's fan friendly, and uh, so he's a pedophile. Doesn't what? make a difference. What does he's that not, mean? He's not good. Did you just call our truth a pedophile? Well, I'm not comparing him to Rey Mysterio, but I. What like, are I you talking about? Rey Mysterio is not a pedophile. Oh, dude, you 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 see okay. his entrances. And come on, David, that's a huge accusation that you can get fucking arrested for saying if anybody ever heard. Dude, this. whisper sweet nothings into people's ears when he's coming down the entranceway. That's a very fucked up wrong thing to say. You know it. No, seriously, that is. Moving on. What else do you have to talk about with SmackDown? Uh, well, after that, uh, after that match, they cut a. Oh, Bray Wyatt, I guess, cut a promo about how Jericho's not there to save people when they need help. So, I look forward to a lot more better promos this time for leading to SummerSlam than than Battleground. But uh, Roman Reigns in the main event defeated Alberto Del Rio. And uh, the match had its slow points, but I really think that this is the kind of opponent that Del Rio needs because I, well, for me at least, I, I really enjoyed this match. And uh, I would love to see more of it as a, I guess, as a, not a feud, but. Yeah. Yeah, but that was SmackDown. Yeah, let's move on to some Raw. Monday Night Nitro. Uh, let's start off with the middles. Uh, middles, our truth, right? Uh, we had a promo. Okay, yep, Triple there goes H. one of those uh, things about the promos. Triple H and Stephanie, and I tell you to mark it down, too. I don't understand why you don't. Because it I don't takes care. a fucking pen to a paper. It takes a pen to a paper. I don't care. All you have to write is three H's, and that's it. I don't care. But, uh, to me, this, uh, Stephanie McMahon and Triple H promo, it's just so boring now. But uh, Stephanie called out Brie Bella, and Chris Jericho came out instead and started making fun of Stephanie. And uh, for me, he was truly the savior of this segment. And uh, then Seth Rollins attacked Chris Jericho, which led to a match of theirs later. Now, beloved David can have his... Wow, beloved. Yeah, I should have said... Wow, yeah, I don't know you. why. Yeah, okay. Wow. It was sarcasm um, in that song. No, there was no sarcasm No, there was 100% sarcasm. No, there was no sarcasm I said, there. now, beloved David can have his... No, you said, now, beloved David. No. Yeah. No. Listen Don't ruin this online experience for our listeners. You just did. You just did. Um, R-Truth defeated Bo Dallas, which I don't understand how the hell you have R-Truth break the streak. I'm I'm completely fine with this. Now they can finally stop talking about the streak of Bo Dallas that, in my mind, never existed. I thought that they could have actually had a more relevant wrestler defeat the, break the streak. But you I don't know been... what's in the plans for R-Truth. Nothing should be in the plans for R-Truth. The guy's 45. It doesn't matter. I think you're wrong. It doesn't... Look at DDP. Look how old he was when he became champion Yeah, but DD, DDP had talent. So does R-Truth. I don't see it. Because I don't see what R-Truth has. Because you don't open your eyes during matches. I don't care for R-Truth. I don't know. R-Truth does not bring anything new um, to the ring that I want to see. There's ton. He does tons of innovative stuff. He he pretends to be Boogeyman in the ring, doing his little no, freaking dances. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Our truth did that before Boogeyman even existed. Psh. Don't psh, don't blow it up. Don't <laughs> pound yourself and blow it up. But uh, this was completely. I, I would have been okay if Bo Dallas, lo, bro, lo, if his streak was lost to was broken by like, I'd be better with the. Uh, who's that little guy? 
Torito. No. See, that's bullshit. I would have been better with Torito breaking the streak because then you could have Bo Dallas completely flip out and just go crazy as he did on Our Truth. But at least with Torito, it's going to be a little bit different than going on Our Truth. I don't know about that. I really I'm not don't a, think that that would not have been. I don't know. We have to see where it goes, though. We have to see where it goes. Hey, and like, I yes, don't care yes, where it goes, though. I don't care way, where it goes the, with. Uh, with our truth wise I don't see why not I don't see where all of a sudden this fucking flip came from what flip I was never pro our truth David you, used to, I... you in 2000 whatever whatever the date was you bought an orange shirt just so you could look like road dog and K quick okay but that was 2002 I don't think it was it 2002 changed. when was it I don't know it was definitely earlier than that I think alright but even still yeah I may have been wanting to get rowdy but I'm just not a fan of it now. And when we went to TNA, you were pissed that he wasn't at TNA. You wanted to see Ron Kellings wrestle. Okay, so what's the big deal? You were, you were. oh my God, Brandon, yeah, Ron Kellings just won the TNA championship. I'm so happy for him. Yeah, so? So and then, what? And then now you flip-flopped. a cigarette on Raw, that was awesome. You flip-flopped. I am not a flip-flopper. Yeah, you are. Okay, so you're more flip flop than a fucking pair of shoes. Flip flopping is not a pair of shoes. Yeah, they're beach sandals. Yeah, exactly. Thongs, as people call them. Thongs. Yeah. Really? Yep, they're called thongs. Why? I don't I know. Guess I, I guess because they do the thing why? to your toe. I guess, but that's like really. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but our truth. He was good for smoking a cigarette on Raw when he was with uh, Morrison. I don't know. And, but you have to admit, though, it was completely unexpected for him to win, so. Yeah, no, definitely. You're right. You're right. When you're right, you're right. After this, uh, we had Kane versus Roman Reigns, which didn't take place. As Randy Orton attacked. What was that? What Nothing. was that? That was so scary. That Are you okay over there? I think so. So that match didn't take place because Randy Orton attacked Roman Reigns during his entrance. Uh, Reigns ended up getting beat down by Kane and Orton. Uh, however, boom, hit the Superman punch on Randy Orton, but uh, got choke slammed by Kane. Randy continued to beat him down after Kane left and RKO'd him twice on the commentary table. Uh, for me, this segment was just way too long and did nothing for... Is Thanks, Chris, what is Thanks Chris, Dixie. What's Chris doing over there? No, no, it's Dixie Carter now. I don't understand. What well, could you be gurgling of Dixie Carter? Oh, obviously you've never met her then. You've never met her. Um, yeah, so Roman Reigns. I, I thought I always find it weird when the table commentator table doesn't break. And I thought for sure Randy I, I didn't think it was gonna break at all because just the way Randy like checked it to me looked like, yeah. oh it's funny I mean, how he threw everything off and he sees the iPad he just like gently moves that. Yeah, I, I feel like like the RKO is such a tough move to put through the table just because you don't really have that much power behind it. The people that are the, – the only thing that's hitting that is your back and, and, and their his, face. Like, yeah, well, and not you're doing, face, but you're his, doing like, the majority of the – It's it's kind of both because Roman Reigns is going to be pushing down on the table to try to make it collapse. But bigger – the more and, of the – Bump. I don't know. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. Orton is definitely taking more of the bump. But I mean, just it's different. It's a lot tougher than a power bomb where you have the force of throwing someone down into right. the table. Exactly. You don't really have that force uh, the when force you do the RKO. Is Randy Orton. 
Yeah, the, but then you also have to. That's where you have to add the force of like Roman Reigns pushing no, down dude, the table a little the bit. But force it doesn't. Is Randy Orton. Randy Orton jumps up and comes crashing down onto the table. Everything there is him. Yeah, I yeah, I think it's a little bit of both. But I, I've asked pro wrestlers before. It's not a little bit of both. Yeah, who do you know that's taken it? Uh, who do I know that hasn't taken it? I don't know. It's a weird thing to say. It is. But speaking of taking it, Naomi and Natalia. I like the transition there. I had a different one, but that one fit as well. Ha, that's what she said. Yeah, they defeated Alicia Fox and Cameron. Uh, this match was so boring. Why is it in the middles then? Because uh, it wasn't a bad match. Well, let me explain to you. First of all, the, I guess because, I don't know. Are you I, being I, too lenient on this? Like, are we being too lenient? I mean, we haven't had a bad well, little bit of time. The best part of this match was Naomi's submission move that she used. And I have so absolutely no So can we just no put that in the good and then just say that her No, we submission. can't break it up. I mean. bad? Yeah, that's what I meant. I don't know. I, that's, there's portions of it that, that, that can lead to a middle. Yeah. But I, like, I have no idea what that submission move was. It was just awesome. Yeah. Um, Cameron's vagina popped out during this match. Oh, snap. Which, uh, I mean, our screen here didn't go black. Other places did. Uh, I wonder which diva will have something fall out next week and which part of their body it will be. So you, you did you enjoy her for JJ? It was, I mean, you see one, you see them all, almost. Right? <laughs> Yeah, some look the same, some look different. No, obviously some look different. I mean, but I mean, it was just a lip. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was just a lip. But, just uh, a little bit of a lip. But still, um, Cameron popped that pussy. Were is that all we have for the middles? Yeah. All right, let's move on to the goods then. Yes. Ziggler and ooh, uh, dang it, Cena and Cesaro. Uh, yes, John Cena opened up Monday Night Raw and was cut off by Paul Heyman. Uh, it was a great promo between the two of them about uh, SummerSlam. And like I said earlier, it's just bullshit that Brock Lesnar is allowed to just not be there in order to build a feud. Yeah, I got to agree with that. I, I, don't this, I, I was a big fan of this entire promo. But it, like, it leaves me as a fan like to say, why should I give a shit about this match if the main person that's in this match who's going to probably 99.999% going to win the WWE World Heavyweight Championship, if he's not there, why do I give a fucking shit about this match? Yeah. It's pathetic. Where's the setup in that? You, you set it up in two weeks and just have someone... You're pretty much having someone else set up your match for you. Yeah, it's bullshit. It's pathetic, and I don't think it's right. There's tons of wrestlers on this current roster that are just trying to, to that that need to need a push, want to push, are willing to work every single day. Like yeah, I but said. they're also not going to be doing the same amount that Brock Lesnar does. The same amount of what? Money drawing. That doesn't necessarily. They're not going to bring as much. I'm attention. not going to buy SummerSlam to tune in to see Brock Lesnar wrestle. Yeah, but there's media outlets that will cover it because it's Brock Lesnar as a uh, former UFC champion, former WWE champion, as opposed to uh, someone that is mediocre that's been on uh, not mediocre that but has mediocre so um um would uh, draw that attention. 
Then you bring like, somebody else in, somebody that's willing to work. Whatever. Um, what well, else? Cesaro uh, came out during this and told John Cena not to make fun of Paul Heyman because they're still friends, which we had different opinions on this. I thought it was dumb for them to part ways but still be friends. You like that? I think part. that's fine because there was no there was no problem with them parting ways. They didn't have Cesaro a didn't said, have... "I am no longer a Heyman guy. I want to so, be your guy." Okay, so that means that they just separated. That makes no sense. People, if you're not a, a, a Paul Heyman guy, then you're not associated with Paul Heyman. You're no longer his friend. No. Yes. It, it just means that you're not associated with. Doesn't mean that you're not friends. That's there was never it was, there was nef, never anything on screen with them arguing with each other or them having any for me, that's beef not what with each other at all. I thought it was dumb. You liked I it. I thought it was, it was dumb. Fine. That's why we're allowed to have this online listening experience because we have opinions. Damn right. Um, yeah, but overall, I think the awesome part is that it led into a match of Cena versus Cesaro, which was awesome. Yeah, it was a great match. I mean, seriously, this was such an amazing match. Uh, these are like, and you really see the difference in Cena at times. Like, you can tell when Cena is really giving it his all. And this match, he really had those spots where it was just awesome. He whipped out that Huracurana and a bunch of other different moves. And I was a huge fan of it. Yeah, I believe the match ended with the attitude adjustment from the second rope. Yeah, that I, have, I don't even remember the last time I've seen that. But I think it's in a video game. Is it? I think so. But top rope uh, attitude adjustment is the only is the weight that he had to put down Cesaro because they had so many false finishes. And I would you say that this would qualify? I don't know. I, to me, it, it, I. I mean, what separates this from Cena Sandow? I don't know. You know what I mean? Wasn't there Cena Cesaro again, like earlier in the year as well? Yeah, yeah. So I think that I'd have to go back and watch both matches. And like, I mean, I think it's safe to say that Cesaro has so many matches of the year candidates already, and so does Cena. You may yeah. not like him, but he does. Like, I mean, not you directly, but he has so many actually good matches. Yeah, but we'll uh, definitely see towards the end of the year uh, who's winning a marquee and who's not. But uh, I guess uh, after this, we had Paige and AJ inside the ring together. Uh, Paige called AJ crazy, which you, you never do. But, no. And I thought this entire altercation was really awesome. Yeah, AJ. And, well, I wouldn't say awesome, but AJ uh, ended up attacking Paige. And Paige finally uh, kind of like slipped away from there. I'm still not sold on AJ, and I never will be. I'm sold. I mean, I, I after this separation that me and AJ had, I am... Uh, no, dude, she's a not a good wrestler. Well, Last week, that Shining Wizard she hit was god-awful. Everyone and, has and somebody, moments in matches some, where no, it's... Not everyone, because she has it every single match that's terrible. Ziggler does, Sheamus does. AJ he, has it in every single match. Uh, so does Charlotte, which that match was definitely only good because fucking Natty was in there carrying her. There's no fucking possible way that Charlotte's a good wrestler. There's no possible way AJ's a good wrestler. After seeing that garbage that was on NXT last night, there's no possible way that Charlotte's a good wrestler. Mm -hmm. It's complete horseshit. Becky Lynch looked good, though. Yeah, she did. Charlotte looked like fucking Ric Flair. Shit. Mm -hmm. 
Ric Flair, whenever he looked like shit, whenever you want to draw the line and said Ric Flair, 19 whatever, 1980, 1990, 1999, 2001, 2010, whichever place you want to draw that line and say Ric Flair looks like shit right now. Adam Rose defeated Damian Sandow in other news. In other news, Dolph Ziggler and the Usos teamed up. To defeat Miz and Rybaxel. In other news, Kofi Diego. Kingston. No, stop, because you were out of order. Oh, we did the, oh, the Kofi stuff. Yeah, Kofi, Biggie Langston, and Xavier Woods were out during this match. So, yeah. uh, I mean, it didn't really do anything for them. But <sighs> we'll, we'll see what, what happens with that as well. After that, we saw Lana and Rusev cutting a promo, which drew out Zeb Coulter and Jack Swagger. And uh, Jack Swagger ended up getting the best of Rusev with every single person in that arena chanting USA, which, uh, I mean, fuck, man. That crowd was so hot for that segment. It's unfortunate that Swagger's not going to get that giant push. Hopefully he does at least be get used in the U.S. championship or IC championship. They're talking about combining those two, by the way. I hope not. And uh, I, I thought it was funny that Lana tried to get some cheap heat by dropping George Bush's name in Texas, because for whatever reason, he's a god there. But, I mean, everybody else knows that he was one of the worst presidents in the United uh, States. Have you met Barack Obama? Have you met George Bush Jr., whatever you want to call him? Barack Obama's pretty shitty. Not as bad as George Bush was. Uh, look at the approval uh, ratings. That's because um, Texas people are always drunk and eating barbecue. Can we move on? Yeah, Adam Rose defeated Damian Sandow, who was out in Houston, Texas, as an astronaut. Uh, Michael Cole said Sandow's line just as he was coming out, which is why commentators shouldn't speak before the person who will be cutting a promo does. Like, how fucking stupid is that? Very. How are you going to say his line? And then, oh, and then JBL's like, oh, you took his line. It's like... Stupid. And, uh... There's, for me, a difference between acting like a Rosebud and acting like Eugene. And that Cheeseburger was definitely not acting like a Rosebud at all. That's kind of funny. Dude was identical to what Eugene would be doing. Uh. And uh, all three members, I should just mention it here, all three members of commentary ended up uh, bringing up people who were dead as if they were still current events. Uh, which will lead me to say they need to be replaced. There's no reason to have people like, I mean, uh, yeah, I get the Neil Armstrong reference. He's dead. Ernest Borgnon, whatever his name is, he's dead. And then somebody else, uh, Jerry Lawler brought up a rabbit, a fucking cartoonist who everybody says was racist. I don't know if it's true or not. Who? Uh, I don't remember what it was called. It was some sort of comic. They, they brought it up during this segment. Uh. Jerry Lawler brought it up. I guess... Lawler has the credibility to bring that up because he's a comic. He draws and he's an artist and whatnot, but they had a hat trick of dead people announced. That makes, like... There you go. Yeah. Um, now, Diego. Diego defeated Fandango. And what else with that? That's Layla, it. Layla and Summer Rae were out there with them. Yeah, of course. And uh, when Fandango went to hit the, the leg drop on Diego, Torito climbed up to the top rope and taunted him. And uh, I guess... Caused that distraction. Diego picked up the victory there. Uh, afterwards, 
Fandango was on the the rope, the ring apron, asking Summer Rae and Layla, be like, why? Why are you doing this to me? And Torito, Gordon, Gordon right in the balls. Uh, Jericho took on Seth Rollins uh, and did it in no contest. Yeah. Good uh, match, though, for what it was. Yeah, I would say awesome. I would say this match was awesome. I thought it was just unfortunate that we didn't get an ending to it. Yeah, I would love to see this match on a pay-per-view. Uh, the the match came to an end. There was a springboard, or not a springboard. Seth Rollins went to jump on to uh, do a springboard move out to Jericho, and Jericho caught him with the code breaker. Wyatt family music hit. Uh, it went black. They appeared out of nowhere. Seth Rollins disappeared. And then the uh, three of them just attacked Chris Jericho, which, uh, I mean, hopefully that match will happen at... Uh, well, hopefully the match... I assume it's going to be Bray Wyatt versus Chris Jericho at SummerSlam again. And hopefully that match will be better than what it was at Battleground. I guess. Hopefully, right? Yeah, hopefully. And then uh, we actually did have another middle. I forgot this. Uh, But uh, Raw ended with Stephanie McMahon and Brie Bella. And uh, Brie agreed to drop the charges if Nikki got a raise. And Brie got her job back and gets a match with Stephanie at SummerSlam. And I thought this was a terrible way to end to, to uh, end Raw. Yeah, I thought that this would have been a good segment to go into the 10 o'clock hour. I didn't even realize that it was 11 o'clock already, that they would yeah. end with that. And yeah, the, that, fans, that the, fans, the fans clearly didn't care. They were just chanting for Jamie Noble. Yeah. So I mean I I mean I did I do like their storyline though and all of that. Um I'm happy to finally see Bree versus Stephanie McMahon. It's not gonna be anything good though. I don't expect much out of it, but You never know though. I mean there were I don't know. Yeah, yeah. you really don't know what to expect. No, nah, no, you don't expect shameless plugs. No, you definitely don't expect those, especially when there's outside the ring news. Oh yeah, fuck. Um, Prince Devitt got signed to a WWE contract, uh, so it's official now. Devitt is in the WWE. He re- Triple H t- tweeted out a picture of him and Devitt together in the at NXT. But that's still only just rumors. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ricardo Rodriguez, thank heavens, got released. I don't see why you would say thank heavens. I don't know. I would never pray for anybody's release. I never prayed for his release, but I don't just see said, the Thank point heavens. for him. Yeah, because I don't see the point for him being signed to a contract that he doesn't. He's not worth. He is not worth it. He is not. He's not a good wrestler. But I mean, you he can is still not, have him a, on commentary, a, though. For what the Spanish announced team? Yeah, get him. Like, be like, well, what's the point you of paying this, this guy a good? Well, that's uh, what I'm saying. We'll resign you shit. for a smaller contract. Let the guy go and do whatever indie shit he probably yeah, wants to do. Yeah, but I guess do. that's what he wanted to do anyway. He wanted to wrestle, so. Yeah, he wants to get back in the ring, so let him do what he wants to do. He's not that great in the ring, just so say, I don't know what say, he wants to do. Just say he needs to get in shape. Just say it. He does have to get in Another shape. Another skinny I, person telling a fat person they need to get in shape. He does have to get in shape, but he also has to learn how to get better in the ring. He's not terrible in the ring. He's not terrible, but he's not He's not above average. Well, who is above, above average, though? Huh? Who is above average? Like, there's not many that are. What's average? What's above average? What's he, above above average? We've seen a lot of people that are on the independent scene that are a lot better than he is. Like, 
Yeah. Well, there's a lot better people on the independent scene better than he is. Um, Daniel Bryan, apparently him and Brie Bella were coming back to their, or Nikki, which one is married to him? Brie. Brie. Um, yeah, they came back to their house and apparently he stopped the burglary from going on. Uh, so that's kind of, which is so embarrassing. Why? So embarrassing. You go and rob somebody's house oh. and you show up, the, the homeowner shows up, runs inside. It's a five foot 10 guy and chases both robbers out of his house, catches one of them. Locks him in a submission hold till police get there, and this guy and the other guys all over the news like morons. We robbed Daniel Bryan's house, probably not knowing it was Daniel Bryan's house because there were break-ins in the area, as news, uh, local news claimed. And I choked you out. Daniel Bryan choked you out. Yeah, that's a huge bam roasted. And luckily uh, nothing was, uh, I don't think anything was taken, and luckily nobody was harmed. And their, yeah, little, sure. their little dog was safe. Uh, and last news, apparently WWE Magazine will have its last uh, produced magazine, the October 2014 issue. Um, there is a possibility that another publisher could put out the magazine by, uh, by paying for the name of the uh, the name and usage and all those rights, but WWE is done with it. That's so disappointing. So the end have, of an era. I have, uh, like I've never been in WWE magazine. I have so, two months. So not only did the streak of the Undertaker uh, get broken this year, but so did the WWE magazine. Done. It just doesn't make sense. Budget cuts. Who nobody buys magazines anymore? Dude, I would much rather online. have the WWE magazine than the network. It's online though. But hey, man, that's fantastic news. I was running out of places to put my WWE magazine. There you go. I've, I've been a subscriber since two thousand and two thousand and one, maybe. Start selling them. Get rid of them. So I have every single issue from two thousand and one on, and. uh when it split, when the when they had the draft and everything, it split to Raw Magazine and SmackDown Magazine. Because I don't know if people remember this even. It, it used to be, I assume it started as just WWE Magazine. It had to have. Yeah. And uh, Or WWF Magazine. Yeah, it did. And then after a while, they, they started releasing Raw Magazine. So they had Raw Magazine and WWF Magazine. And, uh, but I, Raw was more uh, um, edgy. Raw was more was further was far from being PG. Those yeah. the Raw magazine was the one that you saw the sable centerfolds. That was like, the, the very first stuff. The, the very first Raw magazine that I think I had or wanted to buy was the one with Sable on the cover. She was in the beach, and I don't think my mom let me get it. Yeah, and uh, but but I ended up I was. Uh, I had the subscription to to the WWF magazine, and they announced that they were splitting up uh, Raw. They were they were going to continue to make the Raw magazine, and they were going to have a SmackDown magazine. But the WWE magazine was going to turn into SmackDown. So I have all the SmackDown magazines. I don't even remember SmackDown magazine. Yeah, it, it went, the WWE turned into SmackDown, and then after the brand split, 
Or after a while, they were just like, yeah, fuck this. We're not doing two magazines. We're just going to have the WWE magazine like return. Huge return to WWE magazine. Yeah. And uh, I just had the subscription since then. So I'm going to miss it. At the same time, I'm going to be glad because I just cleaned out a whole box. Uh, a, whole, a bunch of years of magazines. But. So if you are a subscriber, find out what's going on with your subscription. Uh, you want to get what you paid for. So find out what's going to happen with that. Yeah, I'll definitely have to find out. Now it's time for shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. Kicking this one off with Orlando Bloom. That is right. Orlando Bloom is going to be getting a shameless plug for taking a swing at Justin Bieber. I just want to thank you for saying what needed to be said. He has done what so many people and other guys around the world would love to do. Uh, unfortunately, he did not connect all that well, and hopefully at some point someone will connect. Send that tweep uh, back down to reality. Give him a good tweep, twerp. twerp. Yeah, twerp. You're saying a lot twerp. of stuff on this show that can get you into a lot of hot water. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Orlando Bloom, thank you for doing that. And someone take a swing at Justin Bieber. He's a little douchebag. The show is not associated with the words that are coming out of his mouth. Go check out Sanctuary Super Show 2.0. It's going to be taking place August 17th in Hazleton, Pennsylvania. You can go check them out, facebook.com slash sanctuarypa. Go follow them on Twitter, sanctuarypropa. You're going to be seeing the former WBC and WBA boxing champion, Tim Witherspoon. You'll be seeing Atu, Bowens, Gibbs. You're going to be seeing a concert of Nick Coyle and a ton more. The return it's, of the extra guys. Yes, the return of the extra guys only for $5. And stick around for after the show because you can stick around and watch SummerSlam on their 24. 20-plus-foot screen. They're 20-foot screen, brother. So go check it out. August 17th, Sanctuary. Sanctuary PA is no. their Facebook account. Oh, check them out. I thought you were saying that's the city. I was like, no, it's Hazleton. No, <laughs> and thank you very much to these people for promoting us during the entire week. We much appreciate it. Go check out Jobber Nation at Jobber Nation. They have an awesome radio show that you should be listening to for sure. At X Bada Bing X, at Alley the Alley Cat eleven twenty two, at Sid forty, at Reverse Enemsage, at Evan Bordner one, at the PTE show. Go check out his YouTube shows at Justin DeRosa three sixteen. Also go check out at El Cuckoo Efeo, Cuckoo Cuckoo some of that. At President Bits, always a good supporter. At RohitCR2K. Also at NYWC underscore sign guy. I'm surprised I haven't seen him respond to his uh, the challenge that was brought out by Jason Linick, the former NYWC sign guy. Also, go check out Drew Fem. You heard from him earlier on this podcast with his little with his comment and question. At DrewFem97. Thank you very much, everyone, for promoting us, for putting us over. And hopefully we can gain you some followers during Monday Night Raw and with promoting you on this podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Brandon, shout-outs. Go. 
Shalom, Jay Silver here, and you're about to listen to my favorite part of the show, Brandon Shalom's. Oh, I mean Brandon Shoutouts. And it rolls on with the first shout-out going to Lady Antebellum, Billy Currington, and Joe Nichols. Uh, I like going to concerts and seeing people that I'd never get to see in a million years, so it was, uh, it was really cool to see Joe Nichols and Billy Currington. And uh, it was cool. Back in 2009, I saw Lady Antebellum with you, Dave, for uh, their very first time at Jones Beach, where they opened for Kenny Chesney. And now I get to see them, their second show as a headliner there. So it was pretty cool. Uh, next is an Did ever see Billy Currington? I don't think so. No, I never saw him. We saw What's Dirks. I kind of feel like he performed there, too. No. It was Dirks Bentley, not Billy Currington. Yeah, but I feel like he he was one of the people on the card. No, he wasn't. All right. Uh, also, uh, well, up next, an anti-shout-out going to www.com. I don't know if you have any thoughts or about this one. You could definitely add them to there. Uh, they posted an article and an interview with Curtis Axel about how he got The Rock back into ring shape for WrestleMania and completely left out the fact that Kurt Hawkins, Brian Myers, worked with him for Survivor Series and... And to get him back into real ring shape, basically. And I think it was messed up for them to leave him out of the article and interview and whatnot. But I, I can completely understand why he was left out, though. I understand completely like, as well, but I think it's bullshit that... I mean... If they you're, you're going to do that article, then... I mean, they were talking... I don't know if, if Brian had trained him on the recent stuff. I mean, we know that the stuff, Survivor Series Sir, WrestleMania was 2012. Yeah. Brian but he was still, why, are gonna, why, why are you going to bring up a wrestler that you just released? I understand that completely. Like, yeah. You just don't bring it up. I just, but then I, you want to put over the current wrestler. Which is bullshit. Promotion. I, I, mean, think, you I had just to, think it's bullshit. I mean, pretty much you had a picture of Axel and The Rock and we're like, oh, let's just use this. I mean, you could see it's also bullshit though, right? Oh, of course. I see both sides of it. I yeah, I can see bullshit. both sides of it. I mean, it's unfortunate, but... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sharknado 2 gets the last shout-out. Uh, I never saw the first, but uh, Judah Friedlander and Kurt Angle were in the sequel, so I definitely uh, was going to check it out. And uh, I checked it out. And uh, it wasn't even close to the worst movie that I've ever seen, and I quite enjoyed it. It was funny? I mean, it wasn't supposed to be funny. Oh. It was a, yeah. But it was a jam-packed with cameos. I think, honestly, my mark-out moment of the week had nothing to do with wrestling, but uh, first of all, Kurt Angle, terrible New York accent. Terrible. God-awful New York accent. Uh, but my mark-out moment of the week, Judd Hirsch was a taxi cab driver in, the, in Sharknado 2. And for those of you who don't know Judd Hirsch, or uh, don't know him by his real name, he was on Taxi. That show? You know the show Taxi? Yeah, I used to watch it. Yeah, so he, I, I, I popped for that, the fact that he was a uh, Taxi cab driver in this movie. That's funny. Yeah, but uh, I guess now it's time to move on to our... Our... Mark Out Moment of the Week. Mark Out Moment of the Week this week has to go to, or at least mine, to Candice LeRae seeing those pictures being posted. With that bloodied face, um, definitely marked out, especially when I saw that picture of them 
uh, of the Young Bucks tweeting out a picture with the thumbtacked shoe, knowing that that's only going to lead to a super kick and someone taking that to the face. So I marked out for that. I marked out for the entire PWG 11 uh, trailer that they released. Could, as always, I think Chris would agree with me, uh, always marking out for those trailers that they put out. You got a? Uh, other than that Judd Hirsch thing, not really. All right. At least not to my and, memory. I don't know. And that is our online experience, online listening experience. Yeah, we, uh, got, we got through this whole show. I guess it was easier than expected. Yeah, thank you very much for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Go subscribe if you haven't on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. Go follow us on Twitter, Facebook, uh, twitter.com slash out. Facebook, facebook.com slash out. Go like us. Continue the conversation. Are you, a mu- are you a musician? You definitely, you may be. You don't know yet, but you may be. If you think that you are, Please email us and you can be the musical interlude. Don't send us no videos of you playing skin flute. Yeah, no skin flutes. No skin flutes. Um, if you want to challenge Brandon to the Bray Wyatt promo. Uh, just like I said, your- it's not a challenge. but Yeah, but if you want to cut yourself cutting a promo. No, or don't anything- cut yourself. Yeah, don't do that. Just cut a promo. Cut a promo, email it to us, we'll air it. And it doesn't have to be a Bray Wyatt promo, just talk. Yeah, if you want to cut a promo on anyone, do it up. It's not anyone, just in the if you want to, If you want to cut a promo on one of the other listeners or something about who's the number, the true number one mark, do it up. I think that's kind of funny. Um, yeah, so thank Wait, you very much. what do you think much. is funny? I think that would be funny if they started uh, cutting promos on each other. You know, this is so-and-so. No, that's a, clearly an Owen Hart voice. <laughs> no, whatever. You can, you can continue your plugging for us. I think I'm done plugging. Well, you can follow me on Twitter at bttg161. You can follow Dave on Twitter at dave the rave underscore mo. You can follow us on Twitter at marking out. We wish you the best of luck in your future endeavors. For you, Dave. Have a great week. Ah. Uh, <laughs> 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 <laughs>